Welcome back to Timely Careers and Stories. This is Ashen. And this is season two of the podcast. Welcome back to season two. It has been exactly one year since I uploaded my very first podcast episode. And on this episode, I am going to be talking about my job experiences from worst to best. And I will not be naming any names of any companies to save their integrity. And because I want to show, I want to show some professionalism here. And so be a very uncut podcast. In today's podcast, I'm about to highlight all of my job experiences and maybe try to rank them from worst to best. I'm not sure if I'll get to the ranking, but I'll try my best. So for those who don't know me and a little bit of background on me, I have worked many jobs in my so far professional career. I have worked odd jobs and I've worked some pretty professional jobs. I may only be 20 years old, but I have gained some very valuable experience and knowledge on the job market. And I'm here to tell you my experiences and my stories Henceforth, the name of this podcast, Timely Careers and Stories. So I'm going to tell you about my careers and my stories at those careers. And on this podcast, I want to highlight why you get paid what you get paid. So throughout this podcast, keep this in your mind. Like, why does a minimum job pay you minimum wage even though you do so much work? That's going to be, hopefully, the moral of this episode and hopefully that's what you get out of it is the answer to why it is but I'll state it in the beginning of this episode just so you don't have to wait for the whole episode to end but you can still stick around and listen to the whole episode because I'll be explaining some really cool stories I like to throw a big disclaimer out there this is all my personal experiences and all these stories are true stories that have occurred to me and everything that I'm saying is pretty much just my own opinion. Like, why do I think you get paid what you get paid? Like, for minimum wage jobs, why do you get paid so little for doing so much work? It's pretty clear. You're irreplaceable. In most job places you, you go and you go apply for them, people pay you based on how irreplaceable you are. In uh, minimum wage jobs, because you're very replaceable, people don't pay you as much because they know they can hire someone else and people are willing to work those jobs for less amount of time, less amount of work. Like, for example, I worked in a gym and I got paid thirteen fifty an hour. And then I worked at a restaurant and I got paid eleven ninety two, no, eleven ninety an hour. <clears throat> now, in those two jobs, huge differences. In the gym, I barely did anything. I just sat behind the fitness desk and I just answered members' questions. And at the restaurant, I was washing dishes. I was preparing food. I was taking orders. I was doing cashier and I was doing pretty much everything that you could possibly do in a restaurant. I was doing everything and I was getting paid only eleven ninety. And we did have tips, but tips were accumulated. So I only made about $20 in tips per month. So that's pretty much nothing because all the staff, uh, all the tips would get accumulated, put inside of a jar or whatever, and they would get calculated and it would get divvied up amongst everyone that included the owners. So it'd get divvied up in amongst everyone and get handed out monthly all cash. But despite that, I got paid more in my job at the gym than I did at the restaurant. 
but I did so much more work. It was so much more exhausting. I did eventually end up quitting that job because I was, again, once again, irreplaceable in that job. I, I didn't really need the job when I did apply for the job. I only applied for a job because I never worked in a restaurant. I'm like, oh, it must be cool to work in a restaurant. I wonder how it would be like. And I did sort of need a job at the time because I all the other gyms were closed because of COVID-19 and we were in a lockdown. So I decided to work at a restaurant just to see, you know, how it'd be like, change of environment and whatnot. And it was absolutely brutal. So I have mad respect for all restaurant workers now. I definitely tip at restaurants because of what I know these people are going through and they're not making enough money. They should definitely be getting paid way more than they're actually paid. So, um... That's just some of my experiences with working at low-paying jobs. And I'm just going to continue talking about the restaurant job because I already started talking about it. The restaurant job wasn't my first job. So I've had some previous job experience before I started working in a restaurant. But it was my first restaurant job. So I, didn't, so I don't really have anything else to compare this to. So other people's um, experiences at working at restaurants is probably completely different than what mine have been. Like myself working at a restaurant... It was, this was a fast food restaurant chain and there was only two people working all the time. So pretty much every single time there was somebody who would come to the door, one person would have to go uh, to the cash while the other person would make the food. Or if not, one person was always in the back preparing the food. So food doing food prep. And while doing food prep, you'd have to drop everything and come to the front because as soon as one customer walks in, both of you have to walk out the cash. Well, at least that's what the owners told me during the interview but when I was actually on the job it was only you while the other person who's been working there for a long time just stuck in the back and I was completely new they pretty much just throw you in there and just do it there's not that much training that was given and you're pretty much just doing what you can to get through I remember on my first day this put me in uh and I just flipping through the ingredient book trying to figure out what to do and what how to make what and everyone else is busy because this was during the dinner rush and everything was packed and everybody's I'm like can I get some help like no dude figure it out you'll figure it out you'll figure it out and everyone kept on saying I was eventually able to figure it out but that was after talking to various amount of people after saying help figure it out and a little somebody will give me a little bit of information oh like the blender's over there oh this is over here this is over there and also I had no idea where anything else was that was just one of my complaints with working at a restaurant was you're pretty much doing everything that you possibly can. Um, you, you work every single duty. I'm pretty sure other restaurants are different, but at this particular fast food restaurant, you were pretty much doing everything that you possibly could do to help the customer. You were also sweeping. So if you weren't doing anything else, you were sweeping. Also, my other complaint, while working at the restaurant was there was no chair. There was no chair for you to sit on except for the ones in the front, which were in the restaurant area. So there was no chairs in the back. That was my complaint. So there was no place to sit. You couldn't sit anywhere. You know how awful that was? I wasn't able to sit anywhere. So pretty much my shifts were about three to four hours and three to four hours of just standing and just working. There was nonstop working, nonstop food prep every single day with this food prep. There was no day I had where there wasn't food prep. Also, something else I had to complain about was there There was a schedule, work schedule, but I was all, out of the three times I, uh, on shift, three out of like the five or six shifts I had, I ran over two hours over my scheduled time because they don't have a certain from one time to another time. They just have it until the rush clears out is what they say or until all food prep has been done. 
So if you're working a lunch shift, you have to make sure all food prep is done before you're even allowed to leave. You know how awful that is? Especially if nobody has done food prep the day before and somebody forgot to do a certain amount of food prep. It is absolutely awful. I was there at the restaurant twice or two hours over and I couldn't make my next shift on my other jobs because of this job. That was brutal. I talked to the manager about it, like, oh, well, this, this is the job. I'm like, well, you didn't tell me this during the interview. Plus, I asked you when we were supposed to be done there. It's like, oh, yeah, just half an hour after. So you, you're not supposed to stay half an hour after. I'm like, yeah, well, um, that's what you said during the uh, when I asked you about what this meant. She said, yeah, only half an hour after. I'm like, OK, half an hour is maximum. Right. Then why the hell was I here for two hours? Two hours extra. That doesn't make any sense. I have so much other stuff to do. And the only reason I end up saying two hours, two hours extra is because the manager of that store told me I had to stay until everything was done. And she wouldn't let me leave until everything was done. I wanted to call the owner. But then she's like, no, I'm the manager. I know what I'm talking about. It was absolutely awful. Two hours and I missed my shift. At my other job, it made me so mad. I just called in and had to tell them my situation. Like, okay, okay, we'll figure it out. <sighs> so my other jobs where I worked were at two other gyms, and both of the other gyms were very compromising. And they, they understand, and their management was a hundred times better than the management at restaurants. I I I guess at restaurants it's hard to. F- I I don't know what their issue is. I I can't. I don't want to defend them, because it still makes me mad to this day that they made me miss so much of my other jobs, and um, yeah. So my other jobs at working at a gym. I don't really have complaints about those jobs because those jobs are pretty alright. You don't really do much. My only complaint is is that those jobs are really boring. So pretty much all day, all you do is nothing. You, that's what you do. You do pretty much nothing. You just you're just a bona fide um, person who answers questions. You're pretty much a wiki how of the gym. So if somebody comes in and asks, "Oh, how to use this machine? How to use that? How do I do this?" And it's very it's a very rare occurrence because most people are pretty shy about coming up and asking somebody for help, especially in the gym, just uh, due to anxiety and being shy and whatnot. And the front desk people can look intimidating, even if they're some of the nicest people you ever meet. They they just generally look intimidating. It's coming from me. I'm not a very intimidating looking person, but like if I was standing when I'm standing behind the desk, I can sometimes look intimidating because we're just bored out of our minds, just sitting there and just staring at people because there's nothing else to do. You're not allowed to be on your phone. You can't do homework. Can't do this. Can't do that. And uh, nothing else to complain about. I mean, it's a pretty chill job. You just sit there and talk to people. It's pretty much what you get paid to do. But the amount of talking you do is not very much. And if a staff member comes by and walks by and stands beside you, you get to talk to them. But if there's somebody else working at the de- at the desk with you, then time just flies. Then, yes, working behind the fitness desk is a fun job. Management at gyms just seems to be super chill for the most part. Um, all the gyms I've worked at, every single management has been really chill and they really understand you and they're more like they're more like uh, your fellow co-workers because most of the people that work in management have worked behind the desk so they know the struggle, which is very good. So if anyone out there is looking for a job, working in a gym, especially as your first job, would be pretty cool.
is, I mean, is, I should say is a pretty good job. My first job I ever had was working at a gym and working at the fitness desk. I was only 16. I was pretty lucky to get hired considering that I didn't have any experience working. I didn't have any experience working in a gym. Well, I, hadn't, I had no job experience and the manager who hired me was pretty cool. And it's funny because during my interview uh, for that gym job, I started singing a song because they asked me what I knew about the gym. And I'm like, oh, this gym had a song, like an anthem type of type of beat. And I started singing it. And it was just it was funny. And so the manager ended up really liking my personality. And he he hired me. He didn't hire me on the spot. It took him about like what one one whole month to decide. And he's finally like, okay, I'll hire this kid see what he's got i worked that job for almost four years four years i worked that job it's insane love that job love that job so much the only reason i quit was because i got more jobs and more career focused jobs if it wasn't for those career focused jobs or for school giving me a hard time i would have continued working those jobs now i'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about time management so people always ask me this how do you manage your time especially working five I, I worked five jobs at one point and i went to school full time five courses each semester so people always ask me how did you manage your time well i mean it's it's not that hard so most of my all my jobs are part time so i worked after school weekends and that's about it i never worked during school time so uh from 8:30 to about 3 I didn't work. So 8:30 a.m. to 3 p.m. I did not work. So I worked every day after school though. So on like I had a pretty cool I would talk to all my managers and let them know about when I'm free and when I'm not free. So I had to have all of my schedules one month in advance, which was sometimes a pain for the managers, but uh, they, I made it work at least. And for studying, I almost had no time for studying. I would usually just study on breaks at work or if I was able to squeeze in some time during my work, I would just uh take out a textbook and just start reading it real quick. I will pull out bring my assignments everywhere I go. Always bring an assignment with me everywhere I go. So it was easy to get my assignments done because whenever I had some downtime anywhere, I would just get them done. um for a personal life i had enough time for a personal life could hang out with friends here and there cuz i wasn't working all the time whenever i told people i have five jobs people just assumed i was working all the time one of my jobs is being a social media manager so that was pretty much a work on whenever i got time i would just make a social media post and just post it so that was a pretty chill job i mean i still have that job so it is a pretty chill job and yeah people still always ask me how do i manage my time but like once you're in a situation like that it's not that hard to and difficult to manage your time and one of those five jobs i had was working at a gym and i i just recently quit that job because i was managing my time so well that i accidentally forgot i needed time to study for my midterms and you know you come to a point where you have to make up a decision on which job you have to leave and some of the hardest choices is which job to leave for some it might be easy but i i personally enjoy working and this first job that i got was a job i had to leave ultimately i decided that you know cuz i have no future in a gym i'm not studying biology i'm i'm in computer science there i i'm as far away from biology as you can get and i never took biology in high school 
So I barely know anything about the human stuff. I mean, I know most like human anatomy and stuff and muscle groups and all that, all the basic stuff, but not deep dive into it. And I'd rather someone else have this job who's actually looking for a career in like personal training or somewhere behind the fitness desk because I'm not getting anywhere with this job. So ultimately I decided, made the, made the mature adult decision to quit that job. Probably one of the most mature decisions I've ever made. If it was up to me, I would have kept that job forever just because I got a free gym membership and would, did not have to pay for a gym membership. I mean, currently I don't really have to pay for one either because the university has a gym, but I want to, because I like the 24 hours, so I'm going to have to get another gym membership, but a different 24 hour gym. So I'm going to have to pay for it now. So before I didn't have to, but ultimately I would rather pay for a gym than pay using my time. If that makes any sense. Time is worth more, way more than what money is worth. If I could buy time, I would buy time, but you can't buy time. Possible investment opportunity if you can think about a way to buy time. Hit me up. But yeah, the whole point of this episode was to talk about why do you get paid so little? Sorry, I went off a little bit of rants about my previous job works and whatnot. But why do you get paid what you get paid? Okay, so here's here's what my observations have been. So why do I get paid so little or why do I get paid not so little but a little bit more than what's a little? So construction jobs, they pay a decent amount because you're always doing hardcore labor. So why don't restaurant jobs pay you more? It just never made any sense to me. There are some restaurants that pay quite well, but fast food corporate restaurants do not pay that well. I don't care what anyone says. Fast food chain corporate jobs do not pay well at all. There's some local restaurants here that pay $22.25 an hour, which is absolutely insane. That's more money than I've ever made per hour ever. But there are some jobs like working in a gym, which will pay you $13 to $14 an hour, if not more, depending on which gym you work for. I'm just talking about locally here. Those gyms are, I mean, those jobs are great because they don't do as much work. But you ultimately, you get paid what you get paid about how irreplaceable you are. If you work at a gym, you learn everything, every single machine, and you get trained quite well. And training another person is going to cost the company more money than they want. You know, it'll, it'll cost them more. And so they choose not to. They choose to pay you higher just so you don't leave the job as fast as you would leave a restaurant job. Because you're not even going to think about leaving a restaurant job. You're like, oh, dang. I'm only getting paid eleven ninety so far, uh, so screw this. So I'm just gonna, you know, go find another job that'll pay me higher or pay me the same amount. You're, you're really not losing anything, and um, so yeah. So pretty much, ultimately, you're getting paid based on how irreplaceable you are. That's the moral of the story. You get paid about how irreplaceable you are. So if you want to get paid more, make yourself irreplaceable. You could probably easily do this at a restaurant by learning how to do everything as fast as you can and then talking to your boss about a raise. And they know at one point, like, yeah, this dude is not irreplaceable or this person is not irreplaceable, this girl is not irreplaceable. Make yourself irreplaceable. I have done this at so many jobs and you can get an actual raise. Like, I was a web developer, you know, front-end web developer for this one company. They hired me as a summer student and I ended up securing a contract with them. 
So pretty much what you got to do is make yourself irreplaceable. So by how I did that in that job was particularly they asked me to make a website for them. So how I did it was I just coded everything. And because it was my code, they couldn't really hire anyone else to uh, do it for, uh, recode the whole website for them or, you know, maintain the website, even though they could, because I included notes and I took, I commented throughout the whole coding process. So they could have easily, I mean, easily uh, hired someone else to do it. But because I was all also doing it for really cheap, only a hundred bucks a month and they would pay me and I would just, you know, look over the code. I would maintain the website back, do backups and they would pay me to update the website separately. And it was pretty cool. Anywho. So I made myself irreplaceable and I was getting paid a hundred bucks a month for pretty much doing nothing. Some months I didn't even have any updates. So I didn't even do anything and they still paid me a hundred bucks a month. So make yourself irreplaceable. Moral of the story, make yourself irreplaceable. At any job you do, do it so well that no one else can do your job. On your first day, make yourself noticed. Make the management notice you. Show your skills. What do you bring to the table? I'm going to throw an example, another example of how I made myself irreplaceable. So on my first day, at a gym this was this is during covid and i started working at this gym it was the university gym what i did was i made a qr code so they had a link to their online booking and making qr code is so easy all you have to do is go on to a qr code generator website plug in the uh url of whatever qr code you're trying to make and bam hit generate you've already made a qr code so i did that made that qr code just so i'm like I just was looking, walking around. I'm like, oh, dang, uh, why you could easily add a QR code to this instead of people actually having to type this long, long URL into their phones just to go book a workout or book a fitness class. So all I did was make a QR code. And since then, I was irreplaceable at that job. They ended up hiring me to do their social media and graphics for them because of what I did there. So make yourself irreplaceable. If you're working at a job right now, go do something that no one else can do. Make yourself irreplaceable. That is the key. Even in professional jobs, you got to make yourself irreplaceable. All right. So now I'm going to rank all of my jobs that I've had in order from, I guess, worst to best compared to also I'm going to count for how much I got paid, how much work I did, how fulfilling the work was and how much fun I had. So... I would rank on the bottom the restaurant job. Second, I would put working for a uh, working in an office job just because the work I was doing wasn't very um, exciting. I was apparently just working on Excel sheets, copying and pasting on Excel sheets, calling people like it was pretty much like a sales job. So sales job was second on the bottom of the ladder. Uh, third on the bottom of the ladder was the which one would I say um I would honestly say the front end web development job just because as exciting as it was the management wasn't the best because every single time I would make a change on the website it would have to get approved by the management and it was just awful because it was so much like do this, change this, change that. It was the littlest and the tiniest of details, which I personally, from a design perspective, thought they looked amazing. But from them, from their organizational perspective, they didn't like it. So it was a lot of conflict 
and the management was always fighting with each other and it was just hectic so i'll put those down there my top two would probably be my gym jobs working at a gym personalities are great people are great people are wonderful wonderful and whenever i'm working in a team that's when i enjoy working the most working in a team it's the best i know some people work differently they love working alone but working in a team cannot be beaten by anything just because when you accomplish something alone it feels great once when you accomplish something together it just feels amazing this is a different type of feeling but yeah anywho that's my whole spiel on working and why you get paid what you get paid Obviously, I could go into a deeper explanation about this, but I think this covers most of it and covers sort of my experiences working in restaurants and some of my surface level experiences of working in certain jobs. As the season progresses, I will be talking deeper and deeper about each one of my jobs. And I will, so stay tuned for those episodes. I will label each of them and title them my restaurant job, my gym job one, gym job two my corporate job, and my front-end development job. So stay tuned for those episodes, exciting episodes, as I dive deep into what I did to get the job, how the interview process went, and everything in between. How the whole job started and how I ended it, or how it's still going. So stay tuned. It's been Hashim, and it's been fun. It's been a good episode, and I'll see you soon.